Okay, we're good. All right. Merhaba. Merhaba. Oshkelden. Welcome to Dizzy for DZ. I'm Kristen. And I'm Ashley. And we're diving into 14 this week. Yes, we are. Whew. Yeah. I still feel like you had talked about this mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, we'll be fine. <laughs> but I feel like my brain is totally muddled Mine because too. of watching two, two episodes. episodes this week. Oh my gosh. I was trying to tell Eric. <laughs> I was trying to explain. I'm like, I have, it's like five hours of television. Yeah. And it's not just because clearly, I mean, I was watching like four episodes a day when I was binging it to catch right. up, but it's different when you have to like analyze it. And yeah. You're when you're taking time and to notes, make notes. Right. And, yeah. So it really takes like three sometimes yeah. three and a half hours just to get through one episode exactly with pausing and rewinding and to have to do that twice yeah because ashley's going on vacation again next week guys so yep. we it's had a to summer of vacation uh-huh. for me <laughs> so we have to we're recording 14 and 15 back to back so yeah. that you guys still have episodes without interruption each week so yep this is the sacrifice this, that yeah. we're, that we're this is how much this is how much we love you guys <laughs> this is also the reason that i don't think i have watched a full new subbed episode in weeks and weeks and weeks oh yeah we were talking about this on tuesday when we were watching the live episode and i was saying i think the last time i watched a fully subbed episode was before aisha even came back it had to be like 36 maybe 37 i think the same for me but otherwise i've either been watching Miriam's summaries on youtube 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 (laughs) youtube Or none at all. I've yeah. just relied on our awesome Twitter girls when yep. we have who the live translate watch, live, yeah. Who translate all these big scenes live, and I've just been using that information forward, which also I think says a lot about how much we grasp about the show after having watched it for so long. Yes, because I don't think I could have done that when I first started watching with Twitter, twi- well, Twitter translations. Well, it was different because we didn't really have Twitter translations oh. um, at that time yeah i mean if there were i certainly didn't know about them Mm -hmm. i wasn't on twitter at all watching the show back when these episodes were airing yeah um and we have a couple girls in our group right um it was before yasmin even um but rocky would uh translate as best she could sure but even so if she wouldn't catch everything yeah so um you know we kind of relied on that so there were probably i don't know 10 to 15 episodes at least that i was watching live that i didn't totally know what the heck was going on and you're on. like chomping at the bit till the subs come uh-huh. out uh-huh and we're all just wildly speculating based on the tiny bit of turkish that one of us knows yeah. and it, so it was a lot different mm-hmm. for me because i started watching live 13 was the first episode that okay. i ever watched live um and mine was 21 Okay. Yeah. Boy, that's crazy. I know. Um, yeah, I was looking back at some of the comments <laughs> at the live streams mm-hmm. and especially 13 and 13. I like distinctly remember 13 and 14. I, although I kind of remember 13, 14, 13 through 16 mm-hmm. because I feel like they were all such big episodes. Right. And so everybody was freaking out. I think we broke records every consecutive week With how on how many comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everybody was just absolutely flipping out. It was crazy. Um, anyway. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah. 
A little bit of housekeeping before we dive into the summary. I got a message, well, we got a message on Instagram from a girl named Julia, and she started listening to the podcast recently. And so she wanted to give us some information from all the way back from episode five, which if you guys recall, that's the episode where John and Sun M are at the hut. He's grilling the meat and they're eating at the table. And Sun M uses this term babishko. And we were kind of trying to speculate what that meant because mm-hmm. anything we found online seemed to have like Russian roots. And so I don't think that's what she was saying. Right. So Julia sent us a message and said, Hello, I listened to a couple of your podcasts today and loved it. Thank you, Julia. Uh, I wanted to explain the mysterious babishko in case you don't know yet. The ishko ending is added to words to make them extremely cute, but it's also considered totally cringe. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like in English when couples baby talk. So it's basically considered kind of embarrassing to talk like that in public. So, and she says another common use is tetlishko, uh, which means sweet. And so she said, I hope that helps. So we learned a little something, so we just thought yeah. we'd pass that information on to you guys. I know that was several episodes ago, mm-hmm. but I love that. I love when we get messages from people who have a knowledge of the language or the culture mm-hmm. because I like learning. It helps us. Yeah. We don't want to stay like ignorant to stuff like that. So, but not everything is Googleable. <laughs> right. So it's right. nice to hear from people who have actual knowledge. So thank you, yeah. Julia. Mm-hmm. And for our question of the week last week, we basically asked what did you guys think about how John handled the Menton situation? And overwhelmingly, everybody was basically like, he overreacted. He shouldn't have done that. Um, But we did get an email. This is from, oh, she didn't actually sign it. Oh, but on the email, it looks like her name is uh, Moran. Okay. So Mm -hmm. she... Uh, so thank you for your email, Moran. We she's just another person that um, doesn't says says that she doesn't have anyone to talk to about in about, real life. Yeah, about the show. So she emailed us, but she put in her two cents about the episode, and um, she made some good points that I would like to read about John and Metin. Mm-hmm. She said, "Your question of the week about John and Metin. I personally am not a very forgiving person, so I'm torn on this one. I see why both sides are right and wrong." John cutting off one of his best friends might not be right, but on the other hand, Metin, being one of his best friends, knows John and what ticks him off. He knows he doesn't want anything to do with his mother and also hates being lied to. But most importantly, he knows John is not a forgiving person once somebody crosses his lines. Imagine your best friend knowing your red line very well and for years and knowingly stepping over that red line. How would you react? How can you trust again? Even Sanem, knowing John for far less time than Metin and having been lied to by Emre into lying to John, knew that once John found out, he would cut her off. Metin should have known better. And I can't help but kind of agree. Yeah. it's And it's not that we're excusing and saying John shouldn't also work on his flaw. Correct. <laughs> He's not perfect. But nobody, nobody is claiming is. that. Right. Yeah. But... At the same time, someone who knows you so well, intimately well, and who he calls brother, who's one of his closest friends, yeah, you would automatically trust that person to know how to deal with that situation in right. regards to you specifically. Yeah. So it's hard for me not to see how John could be so hurt 
I do think it was too much of a reaction mm-hmm. to remove him as the lawyer of the entire company, I think is too far. Right. And he kind of did it spitefully mm-hmm. the way that he did it. I like, agree. And, and I appreciated that Metin basically was like, I don't need your charity. I can uh-huh. find, I'm a good lawyer. I can find plenty yeah, of work. I was only working here because of you. Exactly. Not because this is the only work I could find. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that is yeah. ours and a few of your takes on that situation. So should we move on, Kristen? Yes. All right. So I will go over the summary real quick and then we can dive right in. So the hashtag for this episode was Beer Leak Day Guzelis, which means we are beautiful together. Which, again, hashtag creators for these episodes. Mm -hmm. Good job. All right. So here we go. Summary says, can John and Sanem enjoy their relationship? Sanem wrote the uh, commercial script and John is directing it using Sanem's neighborhood as the set. The Jakal, of course, sees this as an opportunity to exploit the agency for money in using the neighborhood. The Idens find out that Sanem has paid their debt in full, not monthly, and now she's going to have to explain herself. Will John and Sanem be aware of the approaching danger Eileen is planning for their relationship? John and Sanem's passion is enough to burn the world. Is it even possible at this point to stop them? Mm. We so, hope not. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the hope. <laughs> okay, so this episode was an entire episode of adorableness. Mm-hmm. I mean. I agree. Uh, yeah. I I had forgotten how, how much. much and how stinking cute john is this entire yeah. episode i uh, i oh think because of 12 being what it was i think we assumed all that stuff happens in 12 yes and i think it kind of overshadows our memories of what happens when son M's the one who declares her love for him it's funny because it almost is as if it's been building mm-hmm. because we have the love declaration mm-hmm. and then we have kind of the the little break but i'm I guess mostly we have the war. Right. But then we have kind of the culmination mm-hmm. with Sanem coming to him and finally declaring her love. Mm-hmm. And now it's like we are able to actually see the two of them together as a couple. Yes. Which is great. Right. So, um, gosh, my, I'm having the hardest time getting my brain back to 14. <laughs> Yeah, here, you should start because okay. I'm, like, struggling. Get your bearings. Okay. Yeah. So our opening scene obviously picks up where 13 left off. Right. I just wrote, you know, we have our love declaration on the glass. Her explanation for everything is because I love you. Mm-hmm. They kiss mm-hmm. because the end of 13 just We end, don't see the kiss. We don't see the kiss. Right. We think it's about to happen. But this is DZ land. Anything, anything could happen. So yeah. we weren't guaranteed a kiss. Uh, they do kiss. The sprinklers go off while they're kissing mm-hmm. and John like doesn't even care. Yeah. And he basically says, what are you doing to me, Sanem? If you, if you only knew if I could just explain. And then she says, we're getting wet. And he like adorably laughs at her and he says, I don't care. I could stay here like this and keep looking at you until morning. But then he gets concerned. He doesn't want her to get sick. So he basically says, well, let's just kiss one more time to see if that helps. <laughs> and <laughs> basically like for science let's just kiss for science let's kiss for science and then he rushes her into the house so they can change into drier clothes and things like that that's right the irony is correct me if i'm wrong didn't the filming of this scene cause john yaman to get sick and wasn't he like in the hospital oh gosh 
I'm trying to think back to that time that was like I want to say ago. yes, but because I wasn't watching these episodes live yet, I was just kind of I would just see information randomly online. But I think he got sick from he might the have soaking he, wet. He was in the hospital for a, a day or two. Yeah. Um, within this kind of range of episodes, right? So yeah, um, if you if you guys know for sure, let us know. But mm-hmm. I just thought that's a little ironic. His character's concerned about Sanem getting sick, and then poor yeah. Yaman winds up being the one getting sick. Yeah, my memory isn't honestly good enough to remember <laughs> to a detail recall. like that. Yeah. So, um, anyhow. Um, oh, and then they're adorable in the freaking kitchen. Yes. And she's wearing his shirt. I know. And she's like, oh, my, my dress will be dry soon. And she's all self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, it's perfect to me like this. I mean, this one shoulder is down. And like, you know, it's very, very, very good. Uh-huh. He does a buy a, I think it could stay like this. And the dress in the dryer, it doesn't have to it dry at all. Dry. <laughs> but as we know, in these magical Turkish dryers, it'll be dry in like six minutes. Of course. <laughs> I just thought that was so cute. He's like, I love it. It's perfect. I it's know. Perfect. It's so cute. <laughs> and I and also, of course, she's hungry because uh-huh. he asked her if she's hungry. And she of course. says, yes. And he's like, well, should I cook for you? And she's like, well, I could cook for you. And he's like, uh, no, no, it's my he's turn. He's like, it's my turn. I'll do it. Because the last thing she cooked for him were those terrible yeah. <laughs> meatball things. Well, do- doesn't she even make a, a joke reference. about mm-hmm. about risking his life? Yeah, she's like, oh, you don't want to risk your life, huh? <laughs> yeah. And he basically says, oh, I absolutely would risk my life, but I really want to enjoy this night with you. Yeah. He's like, oh, my gosh. Well, and he keeps saying that kind of stuff as mm-hmm. the night goes on. That he just wants the night to, he just wants them to enjoy the night. Yeah. And he keeps talking about that. And it's. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Live in the moment. Yep. Um, we do pan over really quickly to Osman, Ihan, and Layla all together mm-hmm. at the cafe. And I, I wrote, if I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Osman and Ihan are such good friends. Because even though Layla knows that Sanem has feelings for John and all that mm-hmm. because they had their little, you know, sister bonding time last episode. Ihan and Osman don't know that for sure. And yep. And they refuse to spill. Uh-huh. And to Layla's Layla. clearly fishing. And even when Ihan just escapes, Ihan's like, yeah, see you guys later. And Layla's like, okay, Osman, I know, I know. And he's like, mm. she's like, why don't you tell me what you know? And he's like, uh, no, <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. He's like, Layla, I can't talk to you about this. And I just love that because even though he's googly eyed for her, he's not falling under that spell he's he's remaining such a good friend to her. yeah he's being Sanem. loyal to Sanem he is yeah Gosh, he's so loyal yep so I just it made me love him a little bit more yeah yeah so then um we have they also flash between the kitchen stuff to um Emre and Eileen plotting mm-hmm. because um, Emre got home and saw them and saw them and and snuck back out before they noticed his presence mm-hmm. so now he's with i just wrote stupid emory and eileen because they're just basically plotting now at this point like how to tear them apart yep so that their butts are covered in this whole thing exactly so it's exactly. annoying so they're just plotting so after john sees her in his shirt and that's really cute and they're kind of cooking in the kitchen mm. and she starts to cut the salad and stuff and he's kind of like uh maybe i should just do that i don't want anything to happen to you so he comes oh, is that before Okay, so just to backtrack a little bit, they also, um, she kind of has a moment where she gets upset. Yes, yes. Okay. That, yeah, that that happens when he walks over to like start taking the knife from her. Okay. And cutting salad. So yeah, you were right into that because that's a, yeah, that's a good moment. Yes. So she 
gets a little introspective mm-hmm. and he can tell that there's something wrong and that she's thinking about something. Right. And she says, uh, he's like, what's wrong? You know, why are you upset? And she says, if you learn everything, I know that you will not want me by your side anymore. Mm. And he, gosh, he's so stinging adorable this episode. I know. And he grabs her and and gives her this big bear hug. And he says, look at you. Look, I don't care what you've done or lived in the past. Why do you say that now, huh? I mean, first of all, what you said is not even possible. Got it? What you said is impossible. Let me tell you that. But why are you saying these things? Why? Why do you look so sad? Why are you feeling blue and blue out of nowhere? Mm -hmm. Um, And she says, maybe we're not fit for each other. And he's like, what did I tell you? He grabs her hands and he says, I told you not to think. I told you to feel. I personally have some vague issues with that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I told I told you to listen to your heart. Can't we think only about our present and future? And she says, yes. And she, uh, wait a minute. Does it, is she the one who says, I actually want to tell yes, you everything? Okay. She does say that. She says, I actually want to tell you everything. I want to tell you, but, and then John interrupts her and he says, okay, wait, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. He says, okay, let's do it like Sorry. this. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm getting confused because it's her face in the screenshot uh-huh. and. Yes. It's her face in the screenshot. It's hard to tell sometimes which one of them's talking. Right. So he says, okay, let's do it like this. You know, you just obsess and overthink about every little thing. I know you do. Just. I think he means like just, just don't, don't now. Yeah, just don't do that now is what okay. I think it was supposed yeah. to say. Yeah, I'm like that's doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Like please don't do that. Don't overthink. Right. We can talk about all this later. We'll work on it later, okay? He says, "Look, Sanem, I just want this night to stay magical. Mm-hmm. I don't want any bad feelings tonight. If this topic makes you feel bad or upset, just don't talk about it. You don't have to tell me anything. Just forget it." And she's trying, kind of interrupting. But and he says, no, Sanem, don't. I'll listen to you later. I will actually listen to you anytime you want. You can just tell me when you're ready. Deal? You don't have to rush it. Tonight, it's just us. It's just this moment. Deal? And she finally gives in and right. says, okay. Mm-hmm. So, And then he, like, kisses her hands. That he's, he's got them cradled in mm-hmm. his. I love, I love that. Because he's, like, holding her hands between his the whole time he's saying all of this. Yeah. It's very sweet. Well, he's being he's just being very affectionate and comforting to her because yes. obviously he can tell that something is upsetting her. Right. And he just wants to calm her down and yeah. comfort her. And it sucks because I think, you know, he has it in his head that there's just something about her past that has happened before, before he was she, around. Yeah. Which is unfortunately not the case. Yeah. So it's like he's just trying to like, hey, I don't. I get it. Like, I don't care about these things you've done in the past, but, oh, and she's just like, but you don't know. And poor thing. She's obviously just torn because she wants to be honest with him. Well, and she's trying to tell him, yeah. which is the bummer. Yeah. Oh, it just sucks. Yep. It sucks. It completely sucks. It's, I, I love the moments between them, mm-hmm. but it's hard to not let it get soured by Well, right, because there's the a, knowledge there's still a dark really cloud on. hanging over yeah. this whole thing. Um, exactly. Yeah. But it's still, it's a sweet moment. Let's, we'll yeah. just leave it at that. It is a sweet moment. He's very reassuring. Yeah. So then they're eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, yep. I love that. Well, they're eating. 
she had said she wasn't going to drink. But then she totally But she did. winds up drinking the whole bottle of wine. And John's like, how did you drink a whole bottle of wine without, without me noticing? Without me noticing, yes. And I love, <laughs> she gets up and she says, really, I'm so good. I'm not even a little tipsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she stands up and says, I mean, I always tell people I can't drink these. But I don't know why I was telling that. And then she falls over. <laughs> And he like catches her. I don't remember what he said. He said something like in agreement, like, oh, yes, clearly. Like, yeah, he I says, don't know yeah, why. I really don't know why you say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really don't know it. And then I love it. She turns to him and says, uh, you're talking sarcastically. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I love this because this is when she tells him, I know every one of your mimics in mem- in my memory. You yes. know that? And she says, you know, I have a photographic memory. And he goes, yes, you've mentioned that. <laughs> And he said, and he says, you've memorized them. He goes, so what do I do? Tell me. Mm-hmm. She says, let's see. When I say something good to you, you start blushing <laughs> and you immediately make this face. And she like turns her head to the side and shows the little embarrassed. And then he totally does and it. And he totally does it. It's so <laughs> cute. When I tar- start talking nonsense to you, you start to look at me weirdly like this. And, you know, she gives this like weird eye squinty look uh-huh. that John gives. And she says, ah, and when you want to point at something, you use your hands like this. And she has like her index and pinky finger out scanning whatever he's trying to point at. Mm -hmm. She just does a great job mimicking him. And he says, what else? And she goes, if you look handsome one day, but you know, I think you look handsome every single day. She goes, but what I mean is if you're really feeling cool that day, you do this. And, you know, the rolling, keep the compliments yeah and she says like you're like send me more (laughs) send me more send me more she goes and when you're feeling cool you take your glasses off like this and um and he she goes and if you want to focus and if you really want to focus on something and you have glasses on you move them to your forehead like this he goes yes i also do that when i'm annoyed Mm -hmm. she goes is that so and to focus on things i do it you're right yes i do he goes she goes, I got it. And he goes, you really observed me well. Come here. I want to hug you. And he like wraps her up in this really cute bear hug. It's, it's so adorable. Because he's just so smitten. It's overwhelming and, in the adorableness. Yes. It's oh. just, oh my gosh. He's just being, he's being very unguarded. He's being very. Yes. It's just All so. affectionate. Yes. And makes just it, pouring out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then he, she says, okay, your turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, but I can't memorize things as easy as you do. But of course, there are things I remember. She says, like what? He says, like your smile. The whole world is brighter when you smile. And when you talk really fast when you're excited, like blah, 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 blah. She goes, yeah, too fast, isn't it? He goes, and you touch your hair when you're thinking of something. And of course, there is your scent that drives me crazy. And he like comes up behind her and wraps his arms around her. Mm-hmm. This is your amazing scent that makes everything smell like you. It follows me everywhere. He goes, maybe we should run away. Huh? Should we? We can. We can just run away right now. And she says, where? He says, wherever you want. Galapagos maybe or somewhere else. Somewhere you've never been before in the world. And she says, I've never been anywhere before. I've never been abroad. Seriously? Never? She says, well, I didn't really need to travel out of the country while working for our market. Hmm. He goes, so so choose somewhere, anywhere you'd like to be with me. This is my favorite moment in the entire episode. Oh, yeah. And she mm-hmm. says, here. She puts her hand on his heart and she says, here. And he says, where? She says, right here. And she moves closer to him and she lays her head on his chest. And she says, here is enough for me. 
and his face and just oh when he realizes what she means he like rests his chin on her head yeah it's just so sweet i think it's my it's my swooniest moment even though it's swoon on sunem's part more than it is john's because it's just very innocent it's very truthful Mm -hmm. it's clear that her interest and her affections for him have nothing to do with the things he can give her mm-hmm. you know she doesn't care about the fact that yes she wants to travel but that's not why she wants to be with him yeah and she makes that clear right there because he just gave her an open invitation and she's like i just basically i just want to be where you are yeah and oh it's just so sweet i love it i love it so much yeah i'm trying to remember what my swooniest moment this whole first portion is just a bunch of swoon great Mm -hmm. yeah it really is and (laughs) it's just great yeah even the truck scene when he's driving her home later because she's like it's late time flies with you i have to go home yes and she she tells him like why does time go so quickly Mm -hmm. with you anytime i'm with you and gosh it's so that'll yeah and then when he drives her home too i feel like it's worth mentioning because they he kind of is like okay when are we gonna tell everyone Right. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So I didn't take screenshots of this because I just... I don't know if I did. Let me see. Okay. You check. But basically, you know, she doesn't want to go home. He doesn't want her to go home. But she's like, no, you don't understand. My mom will kill me. You need to take me home. And she, it's so cute because he's like, don't go. And she's like, please don't say that because if you say that, I really will stay. So mm-hmm. please don't tell me to stay. Yes. So he drives her home and he's just all excited and they're just so cute. And he... Uh, asks her you know when can we tell your family what are we gonna say to them and that's when she's kind of like okay um i don't think we should tell them yet i'll tell them when the time is right i'm just not ready yet she kind of is making excuses mm-hmm. and he reluctantly agrees because he adores her mm-hmm. she gives him a quick little cheek kiss and then hops out of the i truck. love that she kisses his cheek yes yes me too i made a note of that it was like oh my gosh sunem is the one who made the move uh-huh so good and in her neighborhood too which mm-hmm. is a big deal yeah so yeah she gives him a little quick kiss and hops out of the truck and so ends their magical night together yep so good Okay, so I have a note, and I cannot remember why when this actually happened, mm-hmm. but um, I ha- I had a laughing moment because Osman was getting real salty at Emre. Uh huh. But I don't remember. Are they? They're not together in this scene, right? Why can't I think of what it, the heck is going okay, on? Okay, so in the it's scene? the it's the next morning because I I want to say maybe Sanem stayed the oh. night there because she got home so late. Okay. So she, Osman, and Ihan are talking that morning. That's right. And he's like, That's you're calling right. him your boyfriend now? And like, That's she's kind of right. updating them. And then she says something about Emre and he gets all ticked off. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just wrote, Osman hates Emre. Absolutely, he does. Mm-hmm. And then poor Ihan is confused still right. about the whole JJ situation. Yeah. And Layla is not stupid and she knows what's going that something's happening oh yeah because sonem's like oh i had a girl's night with yulis last night and then then she's looking all swoony eyed Mm -hmm. at her phone and she gets text messages from From john John. he's like good night in (laughs) so funny yeah because he's like i'm my i'm waiting where i dropped you off last night and Mm -hmm. she like i'm sorry i don't know if we have any men who listen to this podcast Uh but if you want to get in good at least with this girl yep and i would say most girls 
bring your girl food. Yep. <laughs> and bring her chai snacks. or coffee. Uh-huh. Bring her something and you will score points, my friend. It's true. Because John brings her breakfast and if that is not adorable. I know. Just like when Peter Kavitsky drives across town to get Laura right. Jean the the Korean snacks from the that's grocery right. store. Oh my god. I'm a sucker for a man who keeps a girl well fed. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> And John is so good at that because even again, remember way back in episode five when he gets the Bacall back for them, he grabs that candy bar and is like, and when you go give the store back, give this to the younger daughter. She, she'll probably be hungry. That's right. <laughs> so cute. So he knows. He yep. knows. It's great. I it's love great. it. He's no dummy. Uh-uh. And it shows that he's thoughtful. Yes. And I think that's why I love it so much. Right. It's a, it's a it's a very simple way to show your thoughtfulness. It yep. doesn't take and a lot of effort. It yep. doesn't take a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. Just to say, like, I was thinking about you, and I brought this for you. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. And then I said, hand-holding alert. Uh-huh. That's what I, <laughs> yes, when they're walking into work after he picks her up, hand-holding. Mm-hmm. But then she drops his hand when they get closer to the agency. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would you stop holding my hand? And she's like, well, and she kind of explains just like she did about her parents. Like, she's not ready for everyone at work to know. She's shy about it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I don't really like shady things like this where we're hiding and keeping, you know, secrets. But right. I get it. You're shy. So let's do it this way for a while. Mm-hmm. So they do. What happens next? I know they're in there. And, oh, I just wrote Darren and Sanem hug because I think Sanem's just so excited about the fact that she's you know, an intern script writer. Yeah, she hugs Duran. Yes. To be specific. Yes, she and hugs Duran's Duran. like, Sanem, don't hug me. I don't like those types of affection. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Which is, is so funny. But um, it's cute because even though Duran doesn't like it, I feel like you see a little bit of a change in Duran towards Sanem. Like, yes. She's, she's like actually excited. She even says something like, well, I'm looking forward to working with you on this. Yes, you're very talented. You are talented. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to start seeing the tide change. Yep. Where Sanem is concerned with Duran. So yep. Even Absolutely. though she didn't love the hug, something, something started to change. And I like that. Yes. Yeah, that was really good. And then, um, you know, Sanem is kind of being the boss lady and um oh yeah in the meeting because they're talking about the ad right Uh uh-huh and john is all about it oh yeah i love that i just wrote all of their in quotes inconspicuous staring and touching and winking all Uh throughout the meeting Uh (laughs) uh-huh it's like so obvious and none of these dummies notice (laughs) yeah oh my gosh Kristen, you're totally right he he was sick i'm i'm scrolling back through the live stream Uh uh-huh and Marie V shared something on Twitter during the live stream that oh. John of uh, that picture of John in the hospital bed. Oh, poor so guy. So I think you're right. I think so he, he got did sick get sick because from of the it. sprinklers. Yeah. Well, and this was, you know, they had been in full swing of filming and everything for mm-hmm. a while now. So I think they were starting to get really run down. Well, and it was probably starting to get colder. Yeah. So yeah. and then they're, you know, who knows how many takes that dang scene took. So mm-hmm. how long they were wet for and how many times they got sprayed with the sprinklers. Exactly. Oh, So anyway, sorry. That That's was okay. totally no, random. Okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah. But yeah, I just love, and there's all these cute moments like um, when they're in the office. Oh man, my spot in my screenshots disappeared because where is it? When they're at the office, mm-hmm. um, 
and John, she brings him chai. Mm -hmm. And then I missed the beginning part of it, but he says, yeah, you should definitely hug me too. Out of excitement, of course. You should definitely hug me. Yeah, well, because he says something about Duran. She's like, I know. I was just so excited. I hugged hugged Duran out of my excitement for this job. And he says, oh, if you hug Duran, you should definitely hug me too. Out of excitement, of course. And well, she goes in to hug him and then she looks out his uh-huh. door and there's people walking by. So she freaks out. She's like, I can't. And it's funny. I remember thinking this when I wrote this, that quote down last night mm-hmm. was, man, context is everything because think of a situation where you like, you know, you hug one of your supervisors. Like I hug my female supervisor because I'm so excited about something. Okay. But then my male boss is like, when I'm in his office alone, is like, well, if you hugged Duran, you should hug me too. Like, how totally creepy a moment like that could be. It really could be. And completely inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> but because it's these two, it's not at all. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and yeah, and John's not in any way using his power over her. You know, this is a very mutual, the feelings, the love, all that. But I was just thinking, oh my gosh, like... If I was just reading that situation, I would totally be like, ew, what a creep you have for a boss. Yes, seriously. <sighs> yeah. And during the whole background of this whole episode, too, we have the whole issue of the debt coming back into play. Yes. That's a lot more prevalent this episode. Emery yes. stress about it. Yes. Even he and John get into an argument right after this, I think. Oh, after- no, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm talking about... Oh, um, Sanem. Mm-hmm. Sanem getting, sorry. I thought yes. you were about the agency's debt. No, no. But that's also something that comes to light during, yes. for the first time during right. this episode. So Sanem's. there's more like money stuff during yes. 14 actually. Um, yeah, no. The fact that Sanem fully paid off their debt yes. to, what's his name? The loan guy for uh-huh. their market. Mm-hmm. Um, but, ha- Halil? Is that his name? I think you're right, yeah. yeah. Um, but that. Niha and Mevkabe don't know right. that it's fully paid off. Right. They think she's paying it off monthly. They just think she's giving him money monthly. And they keep trying to give him the money. And he's like, no, I'm dealing with Sanem. Uh-huh. Talk to her about it. So that kind of keeps coming up. And Mevkabe does, you know, she's trying to find out all the secrets. And right. she's doing her eye thing. Yes. She's like <laughs> trying to get things out of Ihan And yes. Uh-huh. And she even tries to, yeah. I think at one point too. He actually winds up admitting it, right? Because she does her eye thing to him. Yeah. And he's like, okay, fine. Like, you got me. She yeah, paid it she off. She paid it off in full. That's why I can't take your monthly payments because yep. I'm already paid off. And Mevkabe's like staring at him and she's like, oh my gosh, Niha, he's not lying. Like, yeah. where the heck did our daughter get this money? Yep. So that's a whole running thing that'll come to a head. Yeah. It's interesting though because even with that, I remember watching it and, and all of us were like, oh crap, what the heck is going to happen? But nothing really comes of it. No. She kind of just explains it away. Right. Like, like I, she did the previous time. Yeah. Like I got an advance. Right. And yeah. then they just give her the extra money. Right. They just start telling, yeah, they just are like, well then please take what we can, you know. Yeah. We don't want you paying this off for us. Like, we love and appreciate it. So they're trying to now make basically, like, monthly payments to Sonia. Well, I think what she should have done is turn around and given that money straight back to Emre. Yeah. And said, look, I know you supposedly did this out of the kindness of your heart, even though it really but wasn't. Now that and now I know she's you under her, her under his thumb because uh-huh. of the situation, she should have been like, here, take your freaking money back. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she didn't just use it that way. I agree. To just give the money back to Emery. Right, to try so to get out from nothing under. over her head anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least monetarily. Obviously, she's right. still told lies. Right. But that was the whole reason she really started to 
agree to help him in the first place way back at the beginning. Right. So that's what I think Sunem should have done. But for whatever reason, she just keeps the money and I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's all just paid off and taken care of. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> I read, I wrote, we go immediately from a calm to an uncalm JJ once he realizes Sunem has been promoted to intern script writer. <laughs> yes he like has a little freak out moment like it's not fair and he says he's gonna go to management yeah and then john comes up behind him uh-huh. and says oh what's wrong what are you gonna talk to management about uh-huh and he's like oh, john bay and he you know he just kind of freaks out freaks out and doesn't actually do what he said he was no. gonna do well the funny thing is like even though he starts having a heart attack about it you don't ever get the idea that he's upset that sonem got it he just also wants to move up within the company like, right He's not saying he deserved it more than her, anything like that. But it's just like, hey, I'm an errand person too. Like, I want to move up in life in as far as, you know, work. And anyhow. Mm-hmm. So I just like that they do a good job of making it more comical than it is actual jealousy. Yes. When it comes to him. Yep. Um, and then here's what I thought you were referring to when you first brought up finances. Yes. Emery pulls John into the office and just basically explains like, hey, we are supposed to be sticking to budgets for a reason you know, we don't have this kind of money and you're being just too kind. Either he's being generous in people not paying them right away, mm-hmm. but then also being generous in overpaying for things. Well, no, we're using this. Like, let's pay them. Let's this. And so he's spending more than the company is currently bringing in and it's stressing Emery the heck out because finances, that's what he's in charge of with the company. And, you know, basically is telling John, like, you're just doing your thing because you're just inevitably going to leave again. Right. And I'm going to have to clean up your mess. And and John gets offended because he's like, oh, I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't care about this company. Yeah, he's accusing him of, of, yeah, not caring and being selfish right. when it comes to the company. And it's like, he's here because of his dad. He's completely here at this company because of unselfish reasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you see that heated moment with them. Yeah. Then Eileen, I don't like this because Eileen starts to dig her claws into Sanem by gaining her trust. Like, yeah, by helping her yes, edit. Like, and, I'll help you edit ugh. down the commercial because Sanem has to shorten it and she's not sure how. And right, Eileen's she's like, struggling with it. Yes, and Eileen's like, well, I've been working with this company forever. Let me help you do this. And of course, Sanem's grateful. Yeah. And I hate it because you can see Sanem starting to trust her. And then we get a funny moment in the archive room. Oh which, my gosh. Talk about it. So this might be my favorite moment uh-huh. just because John cannot stay away from her. Mm-hmm. It's it's too much and I love it. It's so cute. I love it so much. So JJ's in there first, right? And he hears them coming into the archive room and he hides. Yes. Okay. Oh, I didn't screenshot I, any of hers or hers and John's dialogue. I didn't either. Most, I think because it was so quick. Yes. It's very quick. He basically just says like, well, he like says, what are you doing to me? I can't stay away from you. I even just for, keep thinking about you. Even for five you. minutes, I start missing you. Uh-huh. And he's like, let me get my, my, my dose, dose of Sanem. Because she's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like quit and then I should quit and go back to work at my parents' store because I can't stand this either. Like I'm never going to get anything done. Yep. And, uh, sorry guys. What the heck? Let's just keep going. Yeah. If you can hear that, it's just a car alarm. Yeah. Anyhow, he says, okay, well then if you can't get any work done, let me get my dose of Sun M and I'll get back to work. Mm-hmm. And she's like all Twitter pated as he's leaving after he, you know, gets his fill of her. He leaves. JJ appears and Sun M's like, oh, how long have you been standing there? Yes. And basically realizes he's been there the whole time. And JJ... <laughs> 
he says some funny things about the archive room. Did you get he any does, of that? Yes. Okay, good. Well, because he waltzes over and he leans on the desk uh-huh. and he gives Sanem a knowing look. Uh-huh. And she's like, and she had been looking all dream, dreamy eyed uh-huh. and kind of wakes up. Oh, JJ. Uh-huh. She says, uh, how long have you been there? <laughs> and he says, long enough. Yep. <laughs> so she asks him, did you see John Bay? And he goes, I did. When did you start calling him John Bay again? Uh (laughs) Or when did you start calling him Mr. again? Uh You were saying John. He just got his dose of you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it because it's the total thing that a best friend would do. Oh, completely. If they saw a moment like that, they'd be like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, did I just see that correctly? Uh What's going on? Well, doesn't he basically say like the archive room? So... She's like, because she asks him, why didn't you say anything? Basically, why didn't you make your presence known? Right. And he says, this is the archive room, Sun M. Dusty shelves, forgotten flies, hidden from curious eyes. If these walls were able to talk and he looks around. Uh (laughs) And she's like, are you okay? Aren't you supposed to be acting crazy, jumping Uh around and being weird? You're supposed to be passing out right now. And he says, I'm calmer. I returned to my roots. Nature is beautiful. <laughs> He's so weird. <laughs> I can advise you as well with nature. So nice. Also, St. John's wort tea. Drink it. <laughs> it works miracles. He makes you calmer. He yes, says that he like does. Two or three times in this episode. Yes. <laughs> well, at first he's screaming. I need St. John's wort oh, tea. Huh? Um, but now apparently he drank he it drank and he's it. calmer. What's, what the heck is in that? Uh-huh. Um, and he says, by the way, you two look so good together. <laughs> and she, go- she goes, with who? And he interrupts her, Sanem. <laughs> I know. Like, don't make me say it. Yeah. Do you notice what he does when he's walking out too? And he opens the cupboard door? Did you yeah. get that? Yeah. Because he says, dusty shelves, uh-huh. forgotten flies. Files. <laughs> he says, ah, a dose of Sanem's left here. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I missed that the first time. I was yeah. like, man, he's he's like all salty and it's sassy. And it's so funny. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> A dose of Sanem. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too good. So then we have the park meeting. Oh. Which, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, well, you I have just, a look on your face. Well, because we before the park meeting. Oh, Jacal. Well, not even Jacal. Oh. Eileen's sob story to tug oh on Sanem's gosh. heartstrings like. Again, they're in the office, I think, working on stuff again. Yeah. And she lays out the whole sob story about, well, you know, like, I, uh, Sanem basically is complimenting her on her professionalism, mm-hmm. like, because she knows that she was fired from the agency and now she's here consulting. And she's, like, she's working with her ex. And working with her yeah. ex, yeah. Quote ex. Quote ex. And Sanem, you know, kind of compliments her on that. And she's like, well, you have to draw the line between personal and professional. Otherwise, what you'd really see is just me being sobbing. a sobbing mess on this Ugh. table and if you yeah, just knew yeah. the things i went through you know all this and i'm like oh my gosh but arf, who yeah. cares yeah but of course you can see it's affecting sun m right and she offers to go get her coffee and yes. she gets all sad for eileen and sympathetic because sun m is sweet and eileen is just a giant manipulator yeah between eileen and jacal this episode i cannot pick a stabbier i know they're both so cringy hers is just so He's just icky and is an opportunist, an opportunist, but even his mannerisms and the way he talks, I'm like, oh, 
Michael, just get off yeah. my television. He, I hate you so much. He's the epitome of slimy. Oh, She, I don't know. She still takes a cake for me, Eileen, because she doesn't really care that she's ruining people's lives. Yeah. She's evil. He just wants money she's and whatever. But she's just completely evil. Well, and she's so dumb. Like, she makes a comment. It's not even in 14. It's in 15. Because... Duran says something about how evil she is. Yes. And I she's like, evil and me. Like she is like she can't fathom so the thought. shocked that somebody uh-huh. would could possibly say that. And it's like, what world do you live in yep. that you don't see that you are evil incarnate? Like a horrible person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about this, but th- I don't know. Did you ever see one of the <laughs> one of our friends made an edit of Eileen walking into the agency and they put it to the background of evil woman no it's hilarious oh my gosh maybe we can I don't know if we can share it and I don't even remember who made it but it's it was like if we happen to find it and get permission then we Mm -hmm. will but if yeah just picture it's just a quick yeah little thing Mm -hmm. yeah they just made it on a whim because I think somebody was like every time she's walking all I picture is evil woman playing in the background so funny (laughs) it's fitting though it is so now let's move on to happier things. Yes. You started to talk about John and Sonam in the park. Yes. I was cracking up because I it's it's a very adorable moment. It is. And um, I love how she sneaks she's trying to sneak up on him because he always sneaks up on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. he senses her coming. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, I got you, but he grabs her. Uh-huh. And, um he says, Well, do you have any idea what's happening to us? I mean, we keep running out of the agency, meeting at parks in secret, like mm-hmm. here. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> and she says, I mean, when you text me to meet you here at the park, my heart beats so fast that it was going to leave my chest. Mm-hmm. And he looks at her, Was it? Maybe this is the swooniest. I'm looking you. at my screenshots and the way he's looking at her. Oof. Oh my gosh. And then he tells her, your heart is safe with me. I Don't wrote that worry. down. Your heart is safe with me. I wrote, Gah! <laughs> because she, because after she says it's about to come out of her chest, yeah, again with her, just like at the uh, beginning of twelve, yeah, when she talks about how her heart's going nuts, and he's like, "But I can take care of your heart," and he's reminding her again that her heart is safe yes. with him. And oh my gosh! And then she gives him her present, her little origami mm-hmm. butterfly, and, and he asks why, right? Yeah, because hundreds of those fly in my stomach whenever I see you, she says. It's so And he says, "Is that so?" I, mm. I love it cuz he's like so <laughs> satisfied with that answer, but and it's so cute and sweet. Oh my gosh. And the look that he gives her. I know. Oh, it kills me. And I I, I wrote because I was laughing because basically right after that, she gets a phone call. Oh, yeah. From Duran. From always Duran interrupting them. But I was laughing so hard. I'm like, John is so annoyed that Sanem is being called by work during the middle of the flipping yeah, work day. During the work day when she's being paid to when work. When both of them are getting paid to uh-huh. work. <laughs> except they're not at work uh-huh. working like normal people. Well, isn't they're there... at a park running away. Yeah. One they of... have all these little stolen moments uh-huh. when it's like... When are you guys actually getting well, yeah, work say, done? That's what one of our friends was like. Does anybody at this agency actually do their job ever? Apparently like- some people do because <laughs> they still get stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not these two. That's no. for sure. They sneak off to the scare- to the, the stairs. They uh-huh. sneak off to the park. Even during the shoot for the commercial, yeah. they sneak away. He like, sends her that GPS position. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. And then the, our little running side plot is 
clearly Ihan realizes she has has feelings for JJ. So we get little moments with them where yes. she's trying to convey that and I think also make him realize he has feelings for her, even though he decided he didn't once he realized she hadn't had a boyfriend before. Yeah. And so they get thrown together a few times this episode. They're surveying the Mahal to get permission to use businesses for the commercial. Mm-hmm. And I love it because I want she's like jj don't you feel it and he's like what are you talking about and she's like there's electricity between us and jj goes humans do not conduct electricity <laughs> like, I, oh my god he flips out because he flips out and in just in jj fashion that statement normally wouldn't be that funny but there's no the way he does the it way he's he like, says it oh yep. what do you mean no we don't conduct electricity mm-hmm. you don't know what you're talking about oh my god yeah it's so funny and then stupid isan jacal yeah you can already whatever. see he's starting to plant seeds in the businesses and stuff like well they're going to be filming here and we deserve to get paid and you can kind of tell something's going to come with that yeah then the fikri harika crew shows up in their vans in the neighborhood to shoot <laughs> i love that duran tells him off though oh yeah i have that when I that happens it. it's so good um they show up mefkabe and niha if you remember last episode john asked if they would cater for everyone yes. so they're kind of involved in this as well and they're trying to corner Sun M since now they know she paid off the entire debt. Yep. Of course. They're trying to get answers out of her. Which I get. But again, your daughter is working. No wonder she thinks it's okay to leave with her boyfriend in the middle of the work day. Like, Seriously? They have like clearly no boundaries or respect for the fact that she's being paid to work right now. Mevka mm-hmm. just wants her answers. Yeah. Um. So they're kind of running after her and calling her. And Sun M's like, oh, I'm working on uh-huh. Like, I'll get to you when I get to you. And then here's the moment. Did you get screenshots of this moment? With Duran? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Okay. I only wrote a couple of the things that she said. Okay. Because I didn't. Did you get all of I it? I thought it was so funny. I it's was like, great. I gotta go back and take pictures of this. <laughs> so clearly Duran's doing her working woman thing, getting everything ready and set up. And, you know, um, Jacal. well, Jacal's walking up with another guy who clearly had already tried to, like, tell Duran something. And he's, and he's like, Jacal is looking at the guy and is like, dude, she, or no, I'm sorry. I totally messed that up. The guy is telling Jacal, dude, yeah, I need your help. Look at her. Mm. Of course she'd make someone cry. Like, so clearly she already, like, <laughs> stomped on this guy. Yeah. So Jacal's, like, starts in the middle of a fake conversation. Oh, yeah, guys, I'm telling you, movie makers are the best. And he turns to Duran and is like, oh, yeah, speaking of movie makers, welcome. It's good to see you in our neighborhood. And you've really gathered everybody here, huh? We hope you brought us something as well. And she's like, uh, we're a little busy here, sir. We're shooting some scenes. Why are you here? And he says, we're here to talk about the shooting that you just mentioned. And she goes, I'm sorry, exactly who are you? And he goes, madame, I am head of this neighborhood. And these guys behind me are neighbors. You can call them neighbor one and neighbor two. He goes, they discussed this shooting matter amongst themselves and couldn't reach an agreement. So they asked me to get involved. So I'm coming to you, ma'am. And she goes, and what exactly did you discuss again, if you pardon me? And he goes, sure, I will explain. Here's how it goes, auntie. And then she flips out. And then she flips the heck out. She's like, (laughs) what? What aunt? What? Where did this ant come from? She goes, do you see an ant here? (laughs) Did you ever see an ant that looks like me? Huh? Have you ever even seen a woman who looks like me in your life? Have you? Look at me and you will watch your tongue. You will talk with manners to me or you will not talk at all. And she's like flipping out. And and Jacal's like, oh my God, she is mad. And he goes, 
and he's like, we can see this auntie has problems, guys. This is going to take a while. And she says, look at me. (laughs) This place is not for playing or working here. Now you're going to go and play in front of your own house. <laughs> go. <laughs> I love all, that. Shoo, shoo. <laughs> yeah. She, she stomps at them. Shoo, shoo. Get out of here. I love that she's treating them like they're children. Yes, because that's exactly like she's just not This place isn't for playing. Uh-huh. Children, uh-huh. go play in front of your own house. Yep. And, you know, it goes a little further than that. Like, right. he's like, you're right. This place isn't a playground. You're just coming and taking advantage of our neighborhood and you'll leave without paying a single coin to these nice people. That's not going to work. Everything has a price and you should know that. Now we've talked about neighbors and agreed on a suitable price. And then he tells her, we're not accepting dollars or euros, just Turkish lira. And you can give us a thousand lira per house and 2000 per shop and we'll call it a deal. And she flips out again and she's like, I'm trying to shoot this commercial without a budget. You probably haven't even seen that amount of money in your whole life. Like, where do you get off with picking these numbers? And she's like, JJ came and checked this neighborhood and JJ is my employee and we already got permission. And, you know, she just tells them off. Mm -hmm. And it's just really funny because she does not give a flying rat's tush. Like, (laughs) nope. About them. And she lets them know it. Yeah. So go Duren. Yeah. It's so funny um and then what happens after this oh eileen is up to no good with meliot yes yeah and she's although she the information she finds out doesn't make her happy because she i think was planning to use the fake engagement to her own advantage right but she finds out that everybody already knows that it was fake right everybody in the mahale yep she asks but i think it makes her realize oh well if she's able to spill this information that easily we just need to get to a place where John hears her talking about it. Right. And new plan is formed. Yes. Because she's terrible. Well, and now she's keeping that ring with her at mm-hmm. all times for whenever she decides to yep. whip it out and destroy everything. So we never really got a conclusion as to why she had it hidden in that side drawer because now it's back in her possession. Well, she, no, she tells Emery she give it back to him oh. by putting it in that drawer. And she's like, you never saw it. Okay. Because remember when they're plotting at the beginning of the episode? Okay. He's like, he's like, oh, did you sell the ring? Because they're talking about her financial situation. Oh, you're right. Because right. she's in a dire financial situation right. still. And he's like, well, did you sell the ring? And she says, no, I give it back to you. Okay. You're right. Um, so she put it in the drawer meaning to just give it back to him okay. right? for whatever reason. Maybe she just was too bitter about it she didn't want to sell it Mm -hmm. and so then he goes and gets it and gets it back to eileen you're right now i remember him handing it to her okay Mm -hmm. okay um what's next oh after this isn't this when sun m starts following the gps coordinates that were sent to her to some building in the mahal yes this part and i said of course they just smile like goons with googly eyes only for each other once she gets to the location well (laughs) and i think this is why this is the swooniest part to me talk about it because he's he says well i've been staring at you the whole time your (laughs) mom is there dad is there the whole crew is there i couldn't stand it and had to call you here see and she says, believe me, I can't stand it as well. And then he leans in and gives her a big wolf sniff. A wolf sniff. And he oh says, God. God, you smell so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I can't handle it. Uh-uh. And he says, maybe you can give me some of those dry perfumes you make. I can sometimes smell them whenever I miss you. What do you think? 
And she says, I think you also smell good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I tried to create your scent, but I failed because no one smells like you. He says, ah, all the ones with J on it. And she says, exactly. So she admits it, obviously. Mm -hmm. And he says, actually, you're a very talented girl. Maybe if you inhale it fully, my smell, I think you can create the same perfume. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) I'm really really nervous nervous right right now. now. (laughs) And then she says, should we go? And I wrote, you dumb girl. I know. Smell him. That's the question you ask. You lean in. You lean in and wolf (laughs) sniff him back. Like, and you take your whiff that's, of that man. That's right. I I'm sitting here like, if he gave me permission to like, uh, what are olfactory senses? Yes, olfactorily assault him. <laughs> <laughs> I would take it. <laughs> Is that even a word? Probably not. I'm, well, we just made it one. <laughs> Olfactorily assault. I don't assault. even think I would just do that. I would think I would take it further. <laughs> like the pants. Smelling like the, would not like, be enough. Like the koala, I would assault him in other ways. Like the koala inside of you needing to exactly. climb and live inside of him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my oh, goodness. Man. So, yeah, that that whole little exchange. Then, you know, they they get ready to leave and she says she owes him one and he goes oh you owe me uh-huh. now that is interesting uh-huh. <laughs> well because he basically says i just want you to know i'm only doing all of this sneaking around right because of how much i love you mm-hmm. and that's when yeah she says i owe you one and i love that and he goes oh now that is interesting yeah and she's like oh i'm saying whatever crosses my mind now uh okay now i'm leaving now you'll come after me and he and says, he, okay, I will. And he watches her go. As he always does. Uh-huh. And he, he, if you have he, not noticed this, you guys, anytime Sanem leaves the vicinity, look for the head tilt yep. because he watches that girl walk away. He is the epitome. And he's not looking at her character. Nope. He is the epitome of, I hate to see you go, but I love to watch <laughs> you leave. Like, he... <laughs> I mean, is he not? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! Sorry, we're this is like my first snort on this podcast. I think. Oh my gosh, there were so, so there were so good. many things like this. I wanted to text you last night. And I, I was like, know. I need to save it for the podcast so that like she hears me saying this for the first time. <laughs> oh, Anyhow. oh wow. Hmm. Oh, I love it. Then I love it so much. Let's see. Let's move on. I wrote, <laughs> uh, Mevkabe and Niha are speculating Ooh. how Sun M got all that money, how yes. she's, how she's quote, naively in love with John because mm-hmm. there's no way he could possibly love her, blah, right. blah, blah. Also, we, it, um, during the, you know, switching back and forth with these scenes, we also see Emre being even more shady mm. oh, by yeah. bribing the whole GRT people. Yep. Which I which appreciated again, this. He freaking is like telling Layla, oh, I owe you that chia He's salad. He's such a freaking manipulator, Let's Kristen. go to lunch. And she finally is like softening back up to him. Oh. And she's like, okay. And then she realizes the only reason they're going to lunch together is because it looks like a good cover for him 
handing over this bribe money to this company. But he's just feeding her these these words uh-huh. of, well, you're the only one that I can trust. Uh-huh. Only The only three people know about this. You, me, and him. This is how much I trust you. But blah, she's blah, not blah. buying any. Like, you can tell she's no, and very she's upset. She's upset. She knows this is not anything Aziz would want, their mm-hmm. dad. Like, and you can tell it's eating at her. Like, she's yeah. basically like, well, And she tells him, I'm so shocked right now. Uh-huh. And yeah. is also like, well, I'm ready to go whenever you finish. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't want to be there anymore. And nope. part of me's like, okay, totally Layla, kills it. good girl. Like, yep. you're not letting your googly eyes for him yep. be a filter for what's happening. For what a scumbag snake yep. he is. Yeah. So true. Yep. I So I appreciated that. It made me hate him even more mm-hmm. because I'm like, really? You're just feeding her this crap right about basically he's trying to get her on his side and right. so that she won't say anything like listen because he's seen, obviously wrong uh-huh like you've seen the financial problems we have if we can i don't know exactly what it is if the company's supposed to be investing in them he's bribing them to invest in them but either way having some sort of partnership with them yeah will bring in money for them. i think they're a big account and i think for whatever reason he's which doesn't make sense to me he's bribing them yeah to take with what money well yeah and it's like they're supposed to be paying you in right. the long run by getting that account. So right. what good is it going to do for you to pay them? Yeah. It's just an exchange of money. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But he tells her, I'm just doing what it takes. Mm-hmm. Which apparently he doesn't think you can do business and also be honest. Right. <laughs> because he's a snake. Whatever. So yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad we touched on that because that was big. But I was proud of Layla. Yes. Um. Oh, Back in the mahal, something a little more funny while Nevkabe and Nihat are speculating about mm-hmm. all that stuff with John and Sanam. And Nevkabe's like, he's the kind of man who's in love with long-legged girls who eat raw meat. And Nihat goes, what? Are they cannibals? Yes. Like, I love like, that. He doesn't understand it. But I also love, too, he gets a little bit like righteously indignant when he's like well what's wrong with my son M? like mm-hmm. you know not and i not, not that i think he wants john to be in love with her but also right. like but he's like she's the most beautiful yeah. and she's wonderful uh-huh uh-huh so good job nihat so then mevkabe's sitting there trying to plant seeds in son M's head completely without any it's not going to have the results she wants because she has no clue what's actually going on between them so right. it makes it even funnier right but she's basically trying to be like oh, well, what happened to that long-legged girlfriend of his? And those are the kinds of girls he likes. And Sonem's like, Jambe? Uh, no. Like, he has nothing to do with that. He likes things natural. And that's when Mevkabe's like, well, where's his long-legged girlfriend? She's like, oh, he broke up with long legs. Don't you know that? I mean, I think he likes a natural woman. That's what I think. Uh-huh. And she goes, uh, or Mefkabe says, well, I don't feel like that. He looks like he chases girls every day, like he's a Casanova. Different place every night. He looks like that to me. And she's like, oh, no. John Bay has nothing to do with things like that. I mean, if we're talking about Emre Bay, I'd say you're right. Yeah. Because he is like that. But John Bay, I love this. Even four sexy women could stand in front of him naked and he won't glance at them. <laughs> she goes, I am sure about that. This man loves nature. He is only after that. And then, of course, the four models pull up in the uh, car. And, and her so, tone her tone changes one, in a Mev, second. Yep, because Mevkabe goes, oh, four, you said? Like all those long-legged femme fatales, which are coming up to us right now? And she goes, is that what you mean? Because they're like, wow. And she turns around and Sanem sees these models mm-hmm. and starts flipping out like, oh, great. Well, so, and I love... <laughs> 
Did you get any of the screenshots when she goes up to Duran and John? No. Okay, so I did. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> she says, who are those girls? Uh-huh. Those girls won't do. <laughs> so they're like, Duran's like, don't talk nonsense on him. We're, we have to start shooting soon. And also, you picked these models. Well, yes. Oh, we haven't so got there yet. Sorry. she says, <laughs> didn't you tell me everything will be as I imagined? The contract says that. That's what Sanem says. Uh-huh. I'm saying these girls won't star in my commercial. And John is kind of looking at her mm-hmm. like, oh, great. The crazy is coming. The insanemity is coming out. Uh-huh. And she says, because they're tall, it's too obvious that they're models. Uh-huh. They don't look like they're from the neighborhood. They don't look the part. And I am saying no. And so John says, Sanem, kind of trying to get mm-hmm. her to be reasonable. She says, nope. <laughs> and meanwhile... <laughs> We have JJ. Oh my gosh. This is my <laughs> funniest moment because JJ it's is straight up best. speaking English. Yes. And whenever any of them speak English on the show, I don't know why. I love it so much. I mean, I know that's our language, but like I get like giddy about it's it. It's hilarious. But JJ like changes the octave in his voice and like. <laughs> yeah. Did you get the stuff he says? He says. Because <laughs> it cuts to him. He says. I am boss. <laughs> yes, I am boss. I am JJ. Say, Say my, my name. name. Say my name altogether. Yes. <laughs> you beautiful. <laughs> you very tall. Very tall. Oh my gosh. It's so. <laughs> and they're all just kind of looking at him. And oh he just goodness. starts laughing uncontrollably. So funny. Because he's all nervous. Oh, oh my gosh. What was the other thing I was going to point out? I didn't catch this the first time. When all those models are getting out and Sunem's losing it. Mm-hmm. We have a song playing and it's. In English, and it's called Get Fired Up by oh, uh-huh. Greg Hatwell and Adele Roberts. And I was like, oh, this is like an actual American English song or English yep. song. So in case you guys want to find that song, it is on Spotify. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Sunem is is like, they're too tall. Uh-huh. Look at the standard. These are normal women. She points to Ihan uh-huh. and some of the other uh, Fikri Harika members. Yep. And she's like, if you think I'm jealous, I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my gosh. And John's like, Sanem, these are the actresses that you chose. And she's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway, she's not happy. No. And she's trying to get them to fire the models. Right. She's trying to figure out a way to sabotage so that they yeah. are not in the commercial now. Yeah. Oh, I'm wondering if you got screenshots of this. I didn't. But I wrote, Caveman Osman is hot. Because oh, Jacal comes back up to Duran. My gosh! Did you get any of that? I didn't. Okay. But they basically have another confrontation. Yep. I, that's mostly why I didn't screenshot it. Okay. But um, did I write any of it down? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Jacal comes back up to try to, you know, bully her, and now has like upped the number to like ten thousand liras mm-hmm. now or something just to like move his car. It's like super ridiculous. Yeah. And Duran's, and Duran's like getting ticked. pissed. Yeah. And he starts yelling at Duran. Duran's yelling at him. And then I don't know if he like does. No, he, he's like, you're you're going to do this or else. And he starts going towards yes. her like he's going to grab and her. she backs up and like trips, right? Because she looks scared. Yeah, she trips and falls. Uh-huh. And Osman, Osman comes. Caveman Osman. Oh, man. We don't Holy see him very often. Crap. But he is hot. Oh, my gosh. He comes in and pushes Isan uh-huh. and he's basically is like if you touch her if you talk to her again I will destroy you yep 
Oh my gosh. It's, it's so cute. So good. And he like grabs Duran's shoulders and he's like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And he's like so soft spoken. And he, I love too that he feels the need to say, listen, this guy's not from our neighborhood. He's just infecting it right yep. now. Like he's not, he doesn't represent us. You know, are you okay? I'm so sorry. It's so sweet. And she kind of like looks a little starred, like dazed yeah. at him. And I'm like, oh, are we setting sail to a new ship? Like, cause I, I am here for Duran and Osman. I know. Let me tell you. If only. They would be adorable together. Oh, yeah. I didn't get any of that. I thought I did. Because Osman says something very specific to mm-hmm. to Isan. And basically, like, yeah, it's I'll, threatening. I'll destroy but, mm-hmm. your bones or something like that. I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> but, it's just so protective and so, ugh. Mm-hmm. It was great. I, it was great. And you can see it affected Duran, too. Like, yep. seeing a man do that. Ugh, yep. It was great. Yeah, and he's but he's still like so cute and sweet and innocent looking while being all tough like that. And I know it's so adorable. Yep. <sighs> so then so I wrote, good. "Oh, now Niha is the one trying to bash John's character to Sanem, and she's basically like laughing it off, like, okay, Dad, you don't know what you're talking about.' Yeah. Um, and then I wrote, "Bye, bye, models." So that must be when Sanem gets Melly Hot to completely ruin like their hair and makeup so that they freak out oh my gosh yes and they go running like you ratted my hair look at this makeup my <laughs> lipstick is this and they like bad hair catastrophe uh-huh and they basically are like we're not doing this now and they leave mm-hmm. and i love it because son m has to act all you know she's acting all outraged by it like oh yeah what happened no i'm so upset by this what <laughs> yeah. are we gonna do and john just looks at her and he's like I know you had something to do with this. Like, he yeah. sees right through her ass. Yeah. She goes, oh, we're doomed. Mm-hmm. I'll lose my mind now. Oh, <laughs> just being so dramatic. Shame on you, Miss Meliot. What kind of comb can do this? Oh. Shame. <laughs> just, my God, what will we do now? I'm so confused. <laughs> and it's so funny because John knows but again, he loves her in Son yeah. So even though he knows she sabotaged it, when she walks away, he's smiling. Uh, and... She's like, John Bay, something wouldn't be enough to get involved with this. Uh-huh. The, their hair, it's gone. And he just smirks at her like, uh-huh. right, okay, whatever you say, little girl. <laughs> so funny. So yeah, they, but then somehow mysteriously, there are four girls that can substitute for the models uh-huh. that Son M finds yep. so quickly and we get another yeah we get another song another english-speaking song I was oh, like, oh yeah we get ruthless by andrew kingslow and jacob madison also on spotify if you guys want to listen to oh, it oh my gosh that um, whole when when they all walk out in their 80s gear <laughs> yeah. yes and even though sanem looks so ridiculous john is still like whoa oh, he loves it uh-huh. what did i say uh oh yeah i put new actresses and john loves it Mm -hmm. he is looking at her in all her ridiculous 80s glory Uh and he's eating her up oh yeah he's like oh my gosh yeah his face i also love thrilled too that he goes because he can tell mefkabe and nihat are acting weird and so Uh at one point he like walks up to say hi to them while they're at the shop Mm -hmm. and he's just waxing poetic about sanem and then uh, I think it's Nihat, or I don't remember which one actually says it, but one of them asks to the other, 
uh-oh, does he also love Sanem? And I'm like, finally, you dummies, you're yes. seeing it. Like, Well, because he says something about how awesome she is. Yes. Yeah. And how valuable she is yeah. and all this stuff. And Mevkabe is like, oh, listen mm-hmm. to that praise that he's uh-huh. just giving Sanem. Uh-huh. And so I think she's the one who's like, oh, do you think maybe he also loves her? Yes. So then they do the shoot with Eileen and uh-huh. Ihan and Duren and Sanem. It all goes well. It all goes well. They're back at. <laughs> Mevkabe and Nihats for all the food afterwards. Uh-huh. And of course, and they notice both oh, John Sanem and Sanem. Oh, and Jambe are missing. I wonder where they are. And poor JJ gets uh-huh. the Mevkabe treatment. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, oh, I don't know. Um, I think they're at the beach. No, they're not at the beach. Like, And he <laughs> basically spills it. Yeah. So then we're at John and Sanem at the rocks. Mm-hmm. Rendezvous at the rocks. Rendezvous at the rocks. And these dweebs are being so adorable. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I love that when she first walks up because she's still in all her getup. Uh-huh. She's the only one, too. The rest of them have all changed. And he, she goes, when I was coming here, people looked weird at me, and I don't know why. <laughs> and John's like, uh, hair and costume or the makeup, maybe? Uh-huh. And he goes, <laughs> goes. Were you a Latino after all? Isn't that so funny? Yeah. I did not catch that the first Me time either. I watched. And she goes, I was, wasn't I? And he goes, so, <laughs> so some, some of them? Come on. <laughs> and then he starts dancing, <laughs> which we all love Jambe. <laughs> but our boy dances like a white boy. <laughs> but then, it makes it so cute. I was, oh my gosh. <laughs> They have to have a flaw, though. Kristen they... sent me a video of Osman with. <laughs> There's a video of the group of them. Uh huh. Of a group, big group of them, and they're all dancing and clapping. And oh, sweet baby angel is clapping totally offbeat. Off and she's like, "Look at him! Is this sweet baby angel clapping offbeat?" But if they had to be that beautiful uh-huh. and not have any flaws, there would be no hope for the rest of True. us. True. So, you know, John is so doing his poor Osman can't carry and... Osman can't carry a beat when everyone all he has to do is follow along. Everyone else is clapping on a beat. All he had to do was keep up with them. He had this big smile. But on he his was having so much face. fun. Yes, it was adorable. <laughs> oh, man. Anyhow, so then they do their little samba dancing. Uh-huh. And he goes, you are just so and he like grabs her and hugs her. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I had to come here like this out of excitement. Like she didn't even want to change. She just right. wanted to see she just him. wanted to see him. <clears throat> I and love he says, this. You are the cutest thing ever oh, I've ever it. seen. Um, he goes, one thing though, uh, your yeah. parents are acting really weird towards me. Maybe you should talk to them and fix this. What do you think? And she goes, I can't, not now. I mean, there are some problems and confusions I need to handle first. Then I will, okay? Mm-hmm. And he changes the subject. And he's like, so did you like the shoot? She goes, so much. Perfect. I mean... I'm experiencing these perfect days here, all thanks to you. And she kisses him on the cheek. Uh-huh. And then and he then turns, he turns and, and points the to the other, other one. one. <laughs> like, okay, you kiss one, kiss the other. But Bubba and Annem are coming. They're about to have their little bubble interrupted. Okay, here's the thing. <clears throat> Sorry. They're not that far away. Mm-mm. Don't tell me that they did not see the two of them just now all snuggled like, up. Dancing and, and their daughter uh-huh. kissing on him. They're they're not that far away. I know. But because it's the magic of television. They didn't see they anything. They didn't see anything. And they come up. Uh-huh. And Sanem sees them. Yes. So she freaks out. Um, And so she, suddenly she doesn't know what to do. And she just starts yelling, yelling at him. Yelling <laughs> nonsense. Like about 
Russian models. And- what a disappointment is this? How could you do it? You brought those Russians here in my neighborhood. It's my neighborhood. It's mine. <laughs> Girls looking like a stick. Unbelievable, she said. <laughs> this is out of manners. Do you realize that? He's like, Sanem. Oh, no, Nihat. Nihat says, Sanem, what's happening here, my girl? Mm-hmm. She says, Dad, what is this? Oh, Father, what's going on? Yes, what is it? He asks her. I mean, she says, weird things. And Mevkebe gets right in John's face uh-huh. and she's staring at him. And she's like, uh, Sanem's like, uh, it's hard to explain. And I love John's face during this whole scene because Mevkebe is giving him the death glare. Oh, she is. And he's just kind of looking at, looking very alarmed at uh-huh. her face. <laughs> and oh meanwhile, Sanem is trying to come up with something to say. She's like, everything is messed up. Like, uh, and John goes, uh, Miss Mevkebe, can you please tell me why you're looking at me like that? And she's like, your cheek. Because she cheek. sees the lipstick. <laughs> and he wipes it off <laughs> and M looks at him like she's so disappointed like he's a child uh-huh. and she says John Bay I can't believe this I caught Mr. John kissing a model <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh, and he but just that... looks so he's trying to keep up with everything poor guy looks but so dumbfounded look face. I know <laughs> oh you'll have to post that when looks you post like for this episode sad he's just holding his cheek and he yeah he looks so his girlfriend out. is screaming at him and his well and he just said like he wants to set things right with her parents and now yeah. he's making it worse yeah and mevkebe is glaring at him like she's gonna murder him on the spot i know oh my gosh it's but so what's funny, funny when she ends up leaving with her parents she like turns around and blows him a kiss and waves and he just kind of like is waving after her and he's still kind of smiling after she he leaves. is like he's like laughing at the ridiculousness because of it all. He loves the insanity. He, he loves yep, it. He does love her. He loves every last bit. And he, but I love that he he grabs her and he's like he looks like he's about to kiss her. Right as because Mevkebe and Nihat for whatever reason buy that he's a Casanova and that's yeah. on him is yelling at him because of it. Right, and they're like, oh look, they're not in love. They're fighting. So then they're like, okay, we'll yeah. see you at home, and they like leave because people who are in love never fight. Uh-uh. And he's like, Sanem, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> You're embarrassing me. Why are you acting this ridiculous? She's like, I'm improvising. <laughs> right now, because I was yelling at my boss, I'll be grounded today. So I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Just <laughs> the idea of like a 25-year-old being grounded I know. is so ridiculous. I know. So she walks away and she goes, oh, I've never seen something that disgusting. Allah, Allah. <laughs> But then she turns around and, like, blows him a kiss. Yeah. She goes, if you're interested in Russian girls, go hang out with them. <laughs> Why are you using our neighborhood? Tell me that, huh? Why are you using our neighborhood? And she's wave. turns around and waves at him. Uh-huh. And he's just kind of waving at her dazedly. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it and so much. And then that ridiculous scene ends and we're presented with. A gratuitous workout scene. Yeah, that's what I put. John in the gym. Yep. And of course, after we get to watch him work out and and do the rower and uh, do upside down push ups against the wall and all these other ridiculous things, Mm -hmm. then he calls Sanem to come over for crepes because of course he's good at making crepes. Of course he is. I want to say something about these crepes, but 
it would be a spoiler kind of but it's funny because i didn't realize crepes before but crepes come up in a later episode which episode i don't remember which number now somewhere in the 40s when he has that dream oh so i was like crepes that's not the first time they've been mentioned <gasps> i did not even catch that and how good he is at making crepes like he makes yeah. the best crepes and in the dream oh, the fact that he makes the best gosh, crepes right. comes up and i'm like aisha i love you so much because again that was just another way of her nodding like oh my gosh her storylines because well and to show how developed the storylines were yes. and and that she obviously had a vision yes. for this couple for the show yep. until yeah everything went down the drain yeah. anyway uh, anyway but i just had to point out because i didn't put that together before yeah, but ne- i didn't i didn't put it together crepes even are now. a thing that's so. great anyhow so she's like oh you can make those too and he's like of course mm-hmm. i can i make the best ones so she's gonna come over for breakfast mm-hmm. and oh my gosh his hair is so swoopy at that breakfast table yes and like sun-kissed and yeah. like is that when he's wearing that sweater too? It's like white on top and gray on the bottom. Mm-hmm. He was looking freaking good yes, in that sweater. He sure I don't was. know what it was, but I was like, oh, John. It's babe. like that waffle print, like thermal type thing. Yeah. And, and it, it just hasn't gotten, the moths haven't gotten to it, no. like half of his, the rest of his wardrobe. No, he just looks really good. He looks really good. So, swoopy, except that it turns bad. I know. So, swoopy hair at the breakfast table, and he looks at Sonem and he's like, Okay, so let me get this straight. Your parents think I'm a Casanova who eats raw meat and hangs out with models? Mm-hmm. And she's like, exactly. And he goes, and this is funny to you? And she's like, I know. I always cause trouble, huh? And he just smiles because <laughs> he knows it's true. Mm-hmm. And then I said, enter stupid Eileen and Emre. Eileen Come again making everything. nice with Son M. Like, oh, Son M, I had so much fun in the commercial. And it's been so great working with you. And all these things that just make me want to punch her. Yeah. Because then what does she do? She drops mm-hmm. her purse that yeah. the ring just happens to be inside. And yep. she makes sure that dang ring falls out. And John sees it. John sees it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have this weird slow motion. You can see the wheels turning in his <laughs> this brain. This took so long. It's like a straight two minutes of slow motion it's with kind of zero dialogue. With no dialogue because he's just looking at it. He's looking back at Sun M. Sun M looks Sun at him. Sun M looks at him. Looks at M-Ray. <laughs> and I wrote, because we get these really close-ups of their face. Right. And I said, okay, I would like to think that his lips are chapped because he's just making out with Sun M all the time. But somebody please get this boy some Carmex. Yeah. He's, he has kind of perpetually, perpetually chapped lips. Perpetually dry lips. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, so he says, he, he asks her, right? Doesn't he say like Sun M? Yeah. Isn't this your engagement ring? Isn't this your ring? engagement ring? And yeah. then it ends. That's when it ends. Yeah. That's the one line that happens in the three in minutes the three of minutes. silence. I know. It's so <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Like, well, I was like, this would not happen in real life. Well, I know you, they've slowed it down. But you could have accomplished this in like 15 seconds. Exactly. Of weird, slow glances. And then stopped it right there. <laughs> and and stopped of, it. Pan in, pan out. Oh, one long uh-huh. glance. One long glance back. Back to the other person. Pan in slowly. Uh-huh. Dramatic music. <laughs> so ridiculous yeah it's pretty ridiculous okay here's the thing do you think eileen actually forgot her purse there or was this part of the plan this was part of the plan okay that's what i thought she had her purse but she usually you'll get like her look or her smile so that will for sure indicate uh uh-huh whether or not right it was if you recall Because, again, Emery has told her, don't do anything without running it past me. Yes. So she comes up with a fake plan and tells Emery, look, 
all you need to do is take John to the Mahal and talk to that Melihot character, mm-hmm. bring up Son M's engagement, and Melihot will spill the beans about it being fake. John will find out. That's the end of it. Yes. But that was never really the plan. Right. She just did that so that Emre would be fooled into thinking that she was including him. Mm-hmm. Then her real plan is she tells Emre, I left my purse at your house. Can we swing by and pick it up? Right. But she didn't. She just stashes it there. Yeah. And then her real plan all along was to accidentally spill the purse, all that right. stuff. And then hopefully fool Emre also into thinking it just happened that way. Right. Um. And yeah. So yeah. because she's the worst. She is. So for our question of the week. So Sun M and John are officially together. Right. But they've both declared their love now. They both have. And Sun M has already tried to tell John the truth, mm-hmm. but he just wanted the night to be magical so he w- wouldn't hear it. Do you think that Sun M should tell John? Right, because now we're at this we're at this point where it's a she point of no return now. And she has now the perfect opportunity to say Okay, I need to tell you. Yep. This is what I was trying to tell you the other night. This is what I've been afraid of. I just need to talk Especially to you. Especially right with now. the ring. The ring actually provides the perfect opportunity for Absolutely. her to say something and for her to spill everything, even in front of the two right. snakes. Right. And at this point, I feel like personally, I know her. I, you know, I told you this off mic before we started, but. Mm-hmm. I fully believe the only reason she hasn't yet is because she doesn't want to hurt him in regards to how he feels about his brother. Right. Because I think if it just meant him hating her. Right. She would have done it by now. Even though she loves him. Even though she can't stay away from him. And that's kept her from telling him before. Right. I think it was really finding out how he feels about Emre. Yeah. That's kept her from telling him. That has kept her from telling him. And at this point, I feel like, I know that's what's keeping you. But that, I feel like that even needs to go out the window now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's time. I that's what I think. That's my answer. Yeah. Is so what do you I think she needs to tell him yeah. and then they need to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. Because the longer it goes now, the mm-hmm. worse it's gonna get. Yeah. So yeah. So that's our question. What do you guys think? Do you think that she should tell him? Do you think that the lie is better off with him not knowing that mm-hmm. they can still have a good relationship without her telling him the truth? Yeah. Or do you what do you guys think? So, so yeah. tell yeah. us, find mm-hmm. us. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Dizzy for Dizzy. Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook page you can like. We update with episodes and things like that. Mm-hmm. You can also search just Dizzy for Dizzy and it should pop up. Yep. Email us, Dizzy for Dizzy podcast at gmail.com. We yep. love talking with you guys. We loved the email we got this week that we read part of to you. Mm-hmm. So we just love, we love chatting with you guys. So, yep. Um, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes. Google, uh, Google and Spotify and Spotify and yes if you feel so inclined to rate and review us we would appreciate that so much it helps boost the podcast under the subjects that it's under and people can find it easier yep so and we just we've had a lot of them. and we've had a lot of people sharing yeah just on other platforms as well yeah this week and we had a couple different Facebook shares people were sharing our yeah page and, and we appreciate awesome. it yeah especially because this is Kristen and I have talked about this is such a niche audience. Yes. Like, we're not just any TV show. It's so specific. Right. Um, so you that, can't just blatant. you can't really advertise or share about it in the same way you would for a more general right. podcast or something. Because people aren't really going to know no. what we're even talking no, about. No, they're not. But all the shares that you guys give us are 
really awesome and really appreciated and um we love having more and more of you to connect yes, with it's been so, fun so yep so thank you everyone to check it at Dedham and uh until next week go to shoes go to shoes